Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Vikings, Buccaneers, week one. Well, we knew Kirk Cousins was the Vikings starter, but the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers had a little bit of a, uh, we don't really know who's going to be our starting quarterback. And there was a lot of video coming out of different quarterbacks. Well, the Buccaneers have named their starting quarterback. We'll give you our thoughts on that next on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. Hey, good people. It's a warm Wednesday. I'm Ron Johnson. We're going to have Sam Exum join the show in the minute. He's my producer. But today's show, it's a Ron Johnson show, people. Today's show, we have to talk about the Minnesota Vikings versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, that is the top of the world's topics. Of course, there's also the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They're going to play the Gophers, so we're going to talk about that. But I want everybody to know, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Just visit FanDuel.com backslash Locked On to get started. You can also go to the uh, any app market as well and download the app because that's where you'll see all the parlays, all the prop bets, everything you want to get out there early. I keep telling you guys, there's some early locks to get out there. The Gophers are one of them. Seven and a half wins. It's a lock. They're going to win eight. Trust me, they're going to win eight games this year when you think about Ethan Kelly Man as a quarterback. But speaking of quarterback, as I bring my producer into the show, Sam Ekstrom, it's a, it's, it's a quarterback-driven league. This league is a quarterback-driven league in the nfl of course college football but we're talking nfl and there was a quarterback controversy out there in tampa bay they didn't know who the starting quarterback was and when you see all the videos you see all the stuff like hey here's our quarterback here's what we think our quarterback can be uh here's what we think uh the quarterback might be and everybody's going back and forth in the end we all kind of knew who it would be but we weren't sure why because of the video sam and you've seen the videos We've all seen the videos. We saw the and, and I've seen them because of Cole Keith. Like Cole Keith was one of the guys in one of the videos. And, and as Cole Keith's running down the field, um, the quarterbacks, none of them, not just not just uh Baker Mayfield. Everybody knows about Baker Mayfield, but not just him. And as I as I take a look at this, this offense with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm just scrolling through a couple different articles and options at QB. You got Kyle Trass out of Florida. That was really the only guy i think i don't know about uh the other backups but baker mayfield and kyle trask were kind of the two names by the way shout out to Keith, tight end starting this year for the tampa bay buccaneers so congratulations to Keith right now at least he's the starting tight end for the tampa bay buccaneers coming out of minnesota you just never knew what you were going to get but like i said going back to this with uh kyle trask and baker mayfield the tampa bay buccaneers have named their starter sam they have and it's Baker Mayfield. And I think it's time for a party for that. Let's celebrate. What's the line? Get your bets in now. Six and a half. It should be 16 and a half. Oh, man. Cut the music, people. Cut the music. But we, we had a little celebration for Baker Mayfield. It, it's it's off and fun and games. We know Baker Mayfield is a, is a decent quarterback. Um, but I just didn't feel like either option when you watch film, Sam, 
when you watch some of the not film Twitter, when you watch Twitter and you see some of the plays and some of the videos. And of course, we know this, Sam, the media can only get like warmups. We haven't seen much of like the fan video, like the Vikings. I feel like the Vikings and maybe I don't follow enough fans of other teams. I feel like the Vikings Twitter has the most like practice footage where you feel like you're at practice if you're not there. Like, I don't feel like other teams have that much footage other than fights. Like, even the Ravens-Washington uh, Commanders fight, there wasn't, like, a ton of fan videos of that. And that was a pass play. So I feel like a Viking fan would have had a high-angle, perfect shot of the fight uh, with the priest. I mean, it was more of, like, sideline video from the team. And then, like, it looks like somebody pulled the phone out, like, it within the route. Like, it almost looks like, too, a little bit of sideline video from somebody that shouldn't have had their phone on the sideline. Um but, you know, because, you know, there's guys out there that, you know, are not part of the team. They're just out there on the sideline. They have to pass. And maybe they pulled their phone out because they were down there. And it just happened to get the fight because it, it's not a lot of great video of it. Um, but Hard Knocks got good video of it last night. Of uh, Bucks and Jets. Oh, the, the, the fight or the game? The fight. Oh, there was a fight Bucks and Jets too? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I, I'm yep, talking about the, the, the Redskins or not the Red the Commanders. Um, I did not see that. Okay. So I did not know that. So there was a Bucks. How how'd that fight go? Jets Bucks. It it was hard to tell what instigated it. Uh, the the camera picks up and there's just like a big pile of bodies kind of on mm. the ground, which you don't love to see people like you know getting rolled up on and right. you know their ankles and knees getting exposed. It looked like a, a like on a scale of one to ten, like about a seven on the skirmish scale. <laughs> Didn't know we had a score of a scale, but I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you think about, you know, you think about that. So you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming there week one. The defense is pretty good. The question marks were now who's going to be the quarterback. They, they, they went through a good couple years of Tom Brady um, won a Super Bowl, but we knew that was coming to an end. And now the Buccaneers, not say they're going to go back into like mediocrity. Um, but at one point, we know before Tony Dungy took over, it was kind of a, kind of a wasteland of a team at times. Like, you just didn't know what you were going to get. The or, the organization as a whole, when you thought about the facilities, because I visited there when I when I, I worked out for them, ended up uh, playing for the Orlando Predators under Jay Gruden, John Gruden's brother. John Gruden was the coach still before Tony um, – sorry, after Tony had left. And so I was, I was there for that. But when you think about that, when you look at what the Buccaneers are, who Baker Mayfield is, that's a celebration, Sam. I just don't feel like – He's a quarterback. Now, again, I could be wrong because we've seen this happen with Vikings defense, but this is the old Vikings defense. This is the new Vikings defense. We, well, we might not see that anymore. But we've seen quarterbacks come into the U.S. Bank Stadium that shouldn't win, and they find a way to get a win. The Dallas Cowboys. We saw that firsthand. What was the guy's name? Cooper something? Uh, was it? Um, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. We, we were celebrating Cooper Rush. And then look what happened. So I'm not going to celebrate Baker Mayfield. I'm going to do it on the show one time. And then I'm done. I'm done for the next three weeks. I'm not celebrating Baker Mayfield anymore. That's the one celebration he gets. Um, but it's just, and, and those are birthday balloons, by the way. My wife's birthday is tomorrow. Um, so oh, I, I kind of have the stuff all ready to go. Got yep. her gifts ready to go. Um, so I can't say it just in case she happens. Her dad watches the show, so I can't really say too much about what we're doing. But uh, really excited. Had to decide, though. I did have to make some decisions. Like I've, I've never had to make birthday decisions uh, was offered twins tickets uh, in a suite to the twins game and uh, can't go. Not suite, but whatever that uh, Lexus club or whatever it is or behind home Champions plate. Club. Champions Club. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, but they didn't have enough tickets for the group of us going to dinner because there's a group of us going to dinner. Mm. And um, 
Yeah, they didn't have it. They had enough tickets. I would have taken them. But I was like, ah, because I it was, like the number of tickets. We had the number of people. And then somebody, uh, Gabe Henderson, by the way, Minnesota Vikings, he texted me like, hey, yeah, I think we're going to be in. Uh, we just need a babysitter. So I'm like, oh, right, you know, I can't do that to Gabe. and say, never mind, man, don't worry about it. I'm going to the Twins game. So I think we're going to still stick to dinner. He better not cancel because I'm going to be really mad if Gabe cancels uh, all of a sudden because the kid or something. I know kids get sick. Babies, things happen. But if he cancels and I miss this Twins game and I just go to dinner, I'm going to be a little bit mad. Um <laughs> I'm expecting great twins takes next week from you. Now that oh, you're yeah. gonna, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be time to start going to a couple games here and there, you know, and uh, looking forward to it. But you know, Friday's not gonna work out, but we're gonna look at some other ones. We thought about Saturday, but that's gonna be a busy day of football. And then I don't know if I'm really ready to do two sports back to back like that. I'm not that guy. Um, but talking about Baker Mayfield, Sam, like my my instant reaction to that was a celebration. I know a lot of people probably were too. Uh, in in Vikings town, I don't know what Buccaneers town. I haven't really gone through Bi- Bi- Buccaneers Twitter yet to kind of see their thoughts. But Baker Mayfield historically, he was good at one point. Like he had a really good uh, couple seasons, like one or two, and then I don't know what happened. Like I I I I really just don't know what happened. And when you think about what Kevin Stefanski could have, you know, what the Browns could have been, what Baker Mayfield could have been. Um, you know, what State Farm was trying to get out of them. Like, you know, it's funny they ended the Aaron Aaron Rodgers relationship after 12 years because maybe they thought Baker Mayfield was next. Maybe they feel like, you know, we have enough in maybe Patrick Mahomes and now that we, you know, Chris Paul and some of these other guys we might need to go after. But Aaron Rodgers and, and State Farm, there's no more discount double checks. So it'll be very interesting uh, to see what Baker Mayfield can be this year. Um, I know there's a lot of high hopes from him in, in, in Tampa. Tampa has a good defense. But the hope is... That week one, the Vikings walk into U.S. Bank Stadium and they have an easy Sunday because it'll be nice under Brian Flores' new defense to confuse the crap out of Baker Mayfield and hope that he sees ghosts. I think that's the next step. We want to hope that he sees ghosts, Sam, because we've all heard the Sam Darnold comment, and that was the New England Patriots in 2019. Sam Darnold said, I don't know what's going on, which it kind of sucks that they put that 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 audio out there because he was really just opening up like quickly to his, his coach and teammates like man what's going on i'm seeing ghosts like there's not a guy there but i thought he was there brian flores was with the patriots after that maybe he's learned enough from bill belichick to create some ghostly atmosphere you know and there's no ghostbusters out there to help baker mayfield and and that's my hope that baker mayfield walks off that sideline or walk off that field go to the sideline and he sees ghosts and and and, and brian flores can do enough to help him see ghosts uh, but I don't know. What are your thoughts when you first saw Baker Mayfield was going to start? Yeah, well, I remember the last time we saw Baker Mayfield play the Vikings. Remember this? 2021. And the Browns actually won the game, Ron, because the Vikings had no offense to speak of. But Baker Mayfield was awful. 15 of 33, 155 yards, no touchdowns, sacked three times. He was abysmal. And to be honest, other than Kevin Stefanski's first year in Cleveland, when he went 11 and 5 he was a different quarterback that year his other four seasons as a starter he's been under 500 as a quarterback he makes a lot of mistakes ron 64 interceptions in his career very mistake prone i think he's super competitive like i think this isn't a guy who just stopped caring about football i think he cares i think he wants to be great i just think that he is prone to seeing some ghosts and making some mistakes and coughing up the ball there was a really cool rep in the uh, the Cardinals game. No, mm-hmm. Titans game. Sorry. Where Flores showed eight guys at the line of scrimmage all mm-hmm. up on the line. And I think they only rushed four. I think mm-hmm. they all dropped in coverage. But just showing eight, that's going to have a quarterback seeing things. 
uh, and it's going to confuse the, the the blocking scheme immensely. So I'm looking forward to stuff like that against Baker, uh, try to coax him in, into some early interceptions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that as well. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what this – because we haven't seen it yet. We know that. We haven't seen the actual defense. We've seen bits and pieces of it, breadcrumbs of what it could look like, but we haven't seen it. Uh, so I'm excited to see what that looks like. Uh, but next we're going to talk about gopher storylines, of course. That's coming up. Uh, but when you think about this, before we get out of that, get to that, you know, when you think about this Buccaneers-Vikings game, Sam, you brought up a good point of what we can expect to see from Baker Mayfield against Brian Flores. I think that's going to be the top of the, the food chain conversation. Like what, 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 what is Baker Mayfield going to do to Brian Flores' defense? Because I think Brian Flores is first, like, you know, I hate to say this, like love at first sight or first reactions or the best, you know, whatever lasting reactions or first, first impressions, whatever, uh, make your best first impression. This is going to be the first impression the world, but especially Vikings fans at home, have to see Brian Flores' defense. And I think this is the thing. Coming from Ed Donatale, there's not a lot Brian Flores has to do to make us feel better about him over Ed Donatale, but you still want to make it look like, man, this team is fast, it's super aggressive. Because uh, they're getting beat by Maker Mayfield, there might be paper planes by the third quarter, Sam. You know what happens at U.S. Bank Stadium <laughs> when the game's getting like either bad or whatever. The wave starts. There's paper planes coming on the field, which actually they did that in the coach game. Not going to lie. And then the Vikings came back. But I saw paper planes at halftime. That was the earliest I'd ever seen paper planes being thrown at a game. Uh, but, you know, they threw them in halftime because they were – and they do advice for – it doesn't just be a loss. It could be a win, too. If the Vikings are up big, they get loopy, too. Like if the Vikings are up by three touchdowns, which hopefully this is one of those games. I'll take paper planes at halftime if the Vikings are up 33-0 against the Bucks. Just hopefully they don't get reversed Vikinged because we know they've done that to the Colts. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. Uh, coming up next, we got Gophers storylines of the week because they are playing in a week. P.J. Flex show tomorrow. Ron Johnson, Justin Guard. Looking forward to it with Pierre Nugent on uh, Nugent on uh, on uh, Fox 9 with uh, myself and P.J. Fleck. P.J. Fleck, though, great guy. You also can just go to, go to Instagram, Twitter. I'm pretty sure YouTube. You can find some of the clips of the P.J. Fleck show. So I'm excited to get some of those storylines in. Uh, but again, we have a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with the uh, Gopher storylines. It's a fan duel day on Lockdown Sports Minnesota once again. We've been talking football because it's football season. And before week one kicks off, here's what you have to do to win. Go on FanDuel, make a Super Bowl futures wager on any team you want. But be thinking about this in the back of your mind. Every time that team wins during the regular season, you get bonus bets deposited straight into your account. So if your team goes 17-0, and you get 17 bonus bets over the course of the year. You can put those bonus bets on dozens, hundreds of things at FanDuel, including other futures, prop bets, uh, money lines, over-unders, the possibilities are endless at FanDuel because they're always running great promotions. They have creative special lines for the NFL betting. Uh, make sure you get in the action at FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is immensely popular. And you can go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started as well. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Earn those bonus bets. FanDuel make every moment more. Well, Sam, of course, this is uh, Gophers Storylines Week. Uh, looking at the Gophers Storylines, um, I, I, I've, I've scoured the internet. I've actually texted with Eric Decker. Hopefully, we're going to have Eric Decker next week. He says he's looking at his schedule. Congratulations to Eric Decker. By the way, I saw his wife made another baby announcement again. Uh, so they are still producing children. 
Um, <laughs> I could not imagine at this point. Remind me who's his wife is a pop star or a singer? She's like a country singer. Jesse oh. James was her name, okay. but now it's Jesse James Decker um, is her current name. Uh, but yeah, she's a she's a uh, like yeah, she's like a country western singer, some or country pop singer. I don't know the the the, the okay. lingo for that. Um, but yeah, she is. Um, she came out of the room or like an Instagram post and she's pregnant. So I text him and say, congratulations. And we started chatting about gophers, blah, blah. And so he says he's going to check his schedule next week to see uh, if it can work. Cause he's super busy with, I think three kids already, plus a one on the way and he's shooting naked photo shoots. So, you know, Eric Decker's busy, but unfortunately when, I did see that one, the nakedness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he likes being naked. That's the, that's the second time now I've seen him do that. Like he did one by the pool for his birthday, like a year or two ago. I'm like, dude, come on now. What are you doing? um so but you know it's 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 what you do when you're 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 considered sexy i guess you just you just pose naked um with a book but anyway <laughs> oh man whoa, 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 whoa but when you when you look at the storylines for me for for this upcoming gophers game i'm gonna go with this one can matt rule out coach pj fleck so there's been a lot of talk about Matt Rule as far as changing the culture because that's what PJ did. Now, when PJ did it, it was an uproar. Matt Rule does it. It's like it needs to be changed because Scott Frost was toxic. Scott Frost was this. Scott Frost was that. Like it, it's, it's been nonstop um, hate on Scott Frost. Like, it, 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 you know, it's not like so much of, hey, you know, like we we had it going. We had this. No, it's it's nonstop um just 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 happiness for Matt Rule. Like I don't understand this. And so when you think about some of the transfers, some of the stuff, and I and I and so I had to switch the I had to switch it. I didn't go to Gopher storylines. I actually went to Nebraska headlines. And when you look at Matt Rule's depth chart, when you look at uh Matt Rule, like it's all not gonna lie, it's all kind of positive. I mean, his his sponsorship, one of them they're talking about should be Kool-Aid. Like they're they're loving his 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 niceness and how happy he is. Um, they're talking about they should have red Kool-Aid for the rule. They're calling it Rule-Aid. Um, Sports Illustrated did this. Rule-Aid. Like, how much big red Kool-Aid should Nebraska fans drink this fall? And they were talking about Rule-Aid. Like, the big, right, exactly. But when you talk about, like, the fans drinking the Kool-Aid, how much, how much should they do? A year ago with Scott Frost and all this stuff and blah, blah. And now you bring in Matt Rule, who's coming from the NFL. He's he's had success in college football at Baylor. Um, should the fans be in this? Here it is. Against the seven conference uh, opponents uh, Nebraska faced last year, again, the Huskers are one in six. So against the seven teams they played last year that they have to face this year, last year they were one in six. The lone victory was against Iowa, though, 24 to 17. So very perplexing. Iowa was a good team. Iowa beat Minnesota. So clearly Nebraska should have the tools to beat Minnesota. When it talks about how the coaches they're going to face, they're going to face uh, five coaches who are in their first year. Deion Sanders at Colorado, uh, Jamie Chad, uh, Chadwell at Louisiana Tech, uh, Dave Brom at Northwestern, because we know Northwestern and their issues there. Um, we haven't followed up with that, but we're not going to do that. Luke Fickle, Wisconsin, of course, and then Ryan Walters to Purdue. So a lot of turnover, which is funny now. We think about P.J. Fleck is one of the, like, elder statesmen in the Big Ten. Like, he can jump over to yeah. the James Franklin grouping and the, the Jaharbaugh grouping of, like, longevity. Uh, Ryan Day, 
longevity, uh, where you got a bunch of new guys. And so you're looking at a bunch of first-year coaches. Should that help Nebraska out? Possibly. Um, five of their opponents, Colorado, Louisiana Tech, Northern Illinois, Northwestern, Michigan State, had losing records. So when you talk about all this, and again, none of this stuff, they don't say anything about Minnesota versus Nebraska. Minnesota was good, and Minnesota can beat Nebraska. They beat them last year. But when you look at like these other things, you know, they should be able to at least win five games, which is better than what they were last year. If you think about they can win maybe two more, get some Big Ten games they shouldn't win. If they go six and six, they're both eligible. If he gets them six and six, I think he becomes a savior to them. I think they're going to be like, wow, like this guy did something nobody else could do. And so when you think about that, that's that's kind of uh, kind of the problem with the way this is set up for Northwestern um to have to play them for purdue to have to play them for wisconsin i'm not gonna put wisconsin in this because wisconsin i think they were good i think they just needed another voice um they remind me of like the tampa bay buccaneers tony dungy getting uh harbaugh or uh gruden you're just getting a coach to take them to the next step but when you look at all that that's my storyline for the for the gophers is like matt rule is coming in with a lot of expectation to like turn this program around but his first step against the gophers and so i think he's gonna put his best foot forward he's gonna throw the kitchen sink at this gophers team but i don't know what do you think well we talked about flores kind of making his first impression with the bucks game mm-hmm. and he has the element of surprise on his side the bucks don't really know what he's gonna do they can guess based on reports and, and preseason games they've seen but they don't really know it even worked for ed donatel he had the element of surprise against the packers last year and hey they they played great um Matt Rule has even more surprise factors because there's less access. Reporters are seeing less of practice. They don't really know what's going to happen. And I I came across this article. um, Huskers offense could be a guessing game as Matt Rule's plans are unknown. Like the Gophers don't know what's going to come at them at all. Sounds like on defense, they're going to run a 3-3-5, which you talked about yesterday, actually. Um, And then as an aside, Ron, I came across this little nugget. You know who Nebraska's backup quarterback is? Chubba Purdy, brother mm. of Brock oh. Purdy, and his name is Chubba. Hmm, Chubba. Maybe Chubba, Chubba, Chubba Purdy is going to go out there and uh, and be the savior for Matt Rule's group. Yeah, well, maybe. But is, their quarterback, about- is Jeff Sims their starter? Is that what we're thinking? I think so. They haven't really – like college football, man, that's the one thing about college that I, 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 I hate – is they don't have to tell the world anything. That's why the betting on college football is always so weird, too, because, like, when kids mm-hmm. transfer, coaches can't talk about it until the media gets wind of it and then a the coach can react to it. But he can't come out and say, yeah, I can't believe so-and-so's, you know, like I know Nebraska had somebody leave and go to Ohio State. You know, they can't talk about that until everybody else talks about it. It's it's College football is one of the weirdest, um, you know, weirdest things that I've ever seen um when it comes to that you know like you know matt rule said he's disappointed um and uh, of nebraska system president uh ted carter moving on to take over president spot at ohio state you know like stuff like that is not something they could talk about right away in college football like they because they could say like oh that's gonna affect the, the betting lines and that's gonna affect like college football doesn't jump out there like pro pro like Boom, coach leaves, everybody's talking about it. Yep, we're, we, you know, he's taking the job or whatever. Or, or player, you know, gets traded or players hurt. You know, you have to have a there's no there's no injury report for college football. So you really don't know. That quarterback could be hurt. Purdy could be the starter. We don't know though. They don't have to disclose anything. 
You know, think about all the times we've seen Tanner Morgan with a concussion, knowing he wasn't going to play, and PJ Fleck didn't say anything to the to you know until this game started, and and like they and they were so like I don't know what the word is, but they were so like weird about it. Tanner Morgan, I remember this, warmed up in his uniform with a concussion, just to like throw off like we don't know who we we don't know. We'll get a game time decision. It's not a game time decision for a concussion, right? Like, you know he's not going to play, but that's college football for you. Like, so, you know, so you really don't know. We really don't know. But we got to move on to the daily three. I think the biggest thing to take away from this is Nebraska, Matt Rule, it's the big unknown. And I think that's my storyline. It's the big unknown. Nobody really understands what, what Matt Rule can get out of this team. All, everybody's talking about how bad the teams were that they're playing this year um, versus what they could be, the, you know, what they could be this year. Uh, I think, you know, Colorado being a losing team you, you you have to put Deion Sanders in a different group window I mean the, the big thing is they at least got big time uh recruits they have big time like skill guys but I don't know about the rest of them like I think the one thing Deion's forgetting in in the you know in the big 12 big 10 you know you got to have offense and defensive linemen like he has some skill guys but we haven't heard much about five-star linemen coming to him and, and being on that team. We've heard a ton about Travis Hunter at corner and receiver. We've heard a, a ton about the DB that decommitted from Miami and picked Colorado. We've heard a ton about his sons, his cousins, his nephews that are all on the team. We haven't heard a lot about linemen. So that's that's one thing to remember. But Matt Rule, he's got his work cut out for him, but he's got his first game against P.J. Fleck and the Golden Gophers, and so hopefully that's his first loss. And then, you know, I hope he does decent for the rest of the year, but I hope they get that first loss and the Gophers get their first win. But we got the daily three coming up. That's three questions. We're going to take about 30 seconds each. But before we do that, I want everybody to know SiriusXM is a proud partner of Locked On Sports. All you have to do is visit SiriusXM online and you can search all of the offers that they have. But if you just want to get the app, just go to the SXM app in the app market, search SiriusXM in the app market or SXM in the app market. And for all the Twins fans, once you download the app, one, you can download Locked On Sports Minnesota. But two, you can get the Twins versus the Milwaukee Brewers today at 1.10 p.m. You can catch every pitch of the hometown broadcast on the SXM app. Just search Twins. Well, now it's time for the Daily 3, Sam. Three questions, three, uh, three minutes each normally. We're going to take about 30 seconds today, but take it away. All right, joint practices start today on this humid, muggy Wednesday. The Cardinals are in town. Cardinals roster isn't the most robust I've ever seen, but which player, Ron, are you most looking forward to seeing for Arizona? I am looking forward to seeing, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Kyler Murray up close. Like, I want to see what he's about. Like, you know, it, it's been a lot of hate on Kyler Murray. I've been a part of the hate crew, but only because I was trying to promote Kirk Cousins because Shannon Sharp picked Kyler Murray as one of the players he would take over Kirk Cousins. I don't think that's the case anymore. But I'm also excited to see Chris Boyd. Now, this is a weird one, but I need drama. I want to see some drama today. Like, I know Chris Boyd is, is going to want to be loud and proud and let everybody know. Like, Vikings fans might boo him because he owes them jerseys and he never gave it to him from his Pro Bowl vote tweet that he put out. So I'm excited to see that. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, and Murray might be on the pup. I don't know if we're going to see him. Oh, yeah, you're right. At, at all. Yeah. That? Colt McCoy, though. Colt McCoy. <laughs> uh, I, I'm looking forward to that, that rookie class. I always like to see the rookies. So... Owen Papo is a linebacker I like. Paris Johnson, the big tackle, their first round pick. That'll be fun. Uh, Luke Inman's been telling telling me about all his guys that that I'm supposed to be excited about. So I'm looking forward to that. But I want to see Gannon too. I want to see if he. Yeah, yeah. Let's that. see what uh, how he handles these and and whether that offense can get going uh, because the Vikings really should win both of these days. The Vikings right. should be the better team against a club that might very well go four and thirteen this year for sure. <clears throat> Uh, reportedly Jonathan Taylor 
has been put on the trade block by the Colts after their owner said he was back and wasn't going to be dealt. And Jim Irsay has been you know, really loud in all this. But mm-hmm. has Indy botched their handling of the Jonathan Taylor situation? Yeah. No news is usually good news. So shut up. Like, I, I, this is the problem. And, and again, you don't have to. You're rich. You can do whatever you want. But if you don't, if you care about this team, your your best bet is to stay quiet in the situation. If you notice Ziggy Wilf and Mark Wilf, they're not out here talking about Kirk Cousins' contract a ton. They're not out here talking about Dalvin Cook. They're not out, you know, they're letting the GM in the front office handle that the way they're going to handle it. They're not putting any extra fuel to the fire. Guys like Jerry Jones, guys like Jim Irsay, who who Jim Irsay have recently had done that. Um and, and one of the reasons why, you know, in the Washington football team wanted to get rid of their owner. Um, sometimes you just put your foot in your mouth. And so when he said about, you know, like if he dies and Jonathan Taylor, leaves, the league's going to keep going. Like, why would you try to denigrate what's going on now by trying to just say like, well, look, it is what it is. The NFL is going to go on without us. So I don't know why he's so mad. Like, what do you mean? You don't know why he's so mad. So yeah, like you, it, some things you just can't come back from. And I think this is one of them. Like Jonathan Taylor's probably fed up. He doesn't feel like the team cares and the owner cares. So it's like, well, why would I be here when long-term I know they're not going to ever offer me a deal? If you're not going to offer me now, you're talking about the league and going without me. Like, I, I, the writing's on the wall. Like, you just want to get one more year out of me, and then you're going to move on from me. So why would I put my body at risk? I'd rather go to a team that needs a running back and wants a running back. So I, I, I could see that happening. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, they spent months seemingly devaluing him, and now they're asking for high value for him in a trade. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and done. I don't think they're going to get what they want. It could be a this could be a messy situation if the Colts don't get the offer. Then then what happens with Jonathan Taylor? I don't know. Is he going to play for dumb him? dumb decision? Yeah, dumb decision. It, you you try to play chess and you thought you were playing you thought you were playing chess and you were playing checkers because your moves were way too fast. And you're right. They tried to they tried to break him down to make him sign to force his hand and have no other teams even offer to trade for him. And then it's like, well, crap. Now we got to trade for him. Well, uh, no, no, no. He's great. He's the greatest ever. Like he's two thousand yard back. Watch me. I watch. No, it's too late now. Like you, you tried to hate on him. So now you got to deal with Anthony Richardson as your best running back. Uh, what's the last one? Last one. Uh, back to the Gophers Huskers. I checked Fanduel. The Gophers are seven and a half point favorites mm-hmm. over Nebraska. The over under forty four and a half points. Mm. Which wager would you make if you were in Iowa? On the FanDuel app right now. Hmm. I'm going to take Gophers seven and a half. I'm going to take that. I think they'll win by eight or nine. I think okay. like, you know, maybe three field goals. But I'm going to go with the under. I don't know if Nebraska, and this is just me. I don't know if this is going to be the Baylor type offense that Matt Rule put together. Baylor, we know they were explosive. They had a lot of high-flying receivers in that offense. I don't know if Nebraska has those weapons. So I'm going to go with like the under only because I feel like the game's going to be like, I don't know, 28 to 10 or something like that, or 28 to mm-hmm. see the, the problem is if the, if the, if they can find a way to get 17, then I'm screwed. Cause I feel like it'd be 28, 17 and then I'm screwed. Like I'd, I'd win the, the, the points gophers, but then I lose the under, but I, I'm kind of leaning towards the under the first game to me always feels like both offenses come out stagnant. Defenses come out super pumped because they haven't been able to actually hit and tackle other people. So I usually think that first game, uh, unless it's like, you know, Florida versus anybody or Florida State versus like nobody, you got a chance to blow some people out. 
Um, but no, I, I think the under and then the over, or sorry, the Gophers win by eight points. So I don't know. What would you do? I would lean that way too on both of those. Uh, I just think that, you know, Nebraska's rebuilding, new coach. They might not be ready to to compete quite yet. Yeah. Gophers are at home. Um, I think the Gophers will win. But yeah. I, I also don't totally trust that Gophers offense to put up a lot of points yet. So mm-hmm. I, I think the under is good too. Now it might be tough to get an eight point spread and be an under, but well, you know, I think, I think the Gophers can do it. I think their defense can, can hold Nebraska to like 13 or less. So I feel good about that. Well, that'll do it for us today on the Ron Johnson show. I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Action. Remember people download, like subscribe, share, whatever you do, but YouTube, Amazon fire, Roku, all those devices. Trust me, YouTube is the best place as far as video. You can see us and hit that subscribe button. All you need is an email address. But you can also go to the SXM app and now download Locked On Sports Minnesota to get our content there as well. Uh, but we appreciate everybody that follows along the way. We're so close to the first game, people. That game week, we're going to have some good content for you. But I cannot wait for that week. And then next week, it's Gophers game week. So we're going to have to get some Gophers on the show to talk about Gopher football as well, leading up to the first Gopher game. Maybe we'll make it just a Gopher week since the Vikings don't play to the following week. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Max. I want to thank you guys and have a great day.